Welcome to People with Purpose. So many people are looking for meaning, but they don't know where to start. Imagine a world where everyone could just get their purpose out of them and then actually make it happen. I'm David Roberts, and I believe that we all have a purpose, and with focus and a little help, people with purpose make a difference. And this show is where these stories come to life. Hello, hello, and welcome to People with Purpose. Leadership. Talk about leadership a lot. Vitally important. What the world needs now more than anything else is great leaders. Could you be a great leader? I believe you could. I believe we're all leaders in our own lives, in our own way, in our own context, in our own environment. That's why I'm doing this series on calm leadership, leading with calm. Vitally important to be able to communicate, to take accountability and to give it, to lead and then to manage to the outcomes and the results that we're looking to achieve. So we're into leadership and my model for leadership is about spirit, about the self, about presence, about inspiration, about relationships, about influence and about transformation. But it starts with self. Great leadership, good leadership, Actually, rubbish leadership starts with self because how you show up, who you are, plays into how good, great, or indifferent a leader you will be. Yeah, sure, there's skill. Yeah, sure, there's practice. Yeah, sure, there's experience. But there's also instinct. There's also intuition. There's also innate capability that we all possess to lead. So this is about how you can harness that as a force for good. And like I say, it starts with self-leadership. There are two things we control, and this is at a very high level. We control our thinking and our actions. Just a pause there to think about that. Stephen Covey said, if you think about it, you create things twice, first mentally, then physically, i.e. you think about it and then you make it happen. Or perhaps more accurately, what you think about then becomes, whether you actively make it happen or not. So choose carefully what you think. And what are we as people? I'm not going to go too deep into that. But thoughts play into so much of what we do. Everything starts with a thought. I'll come back to that. Because first of all, what's leading about? What's leadership about? It's about people. It's about empowering people to change their state, to upgrade their beliefs. And you can only lead others once you've begun to really fully lead yourself. Okay, another contradiction. Is that true? You can only lead others well if you are leading yourself well. You've got to invest in your own personal leadership. That's why to lead with spirit, to lead with calm, it starts with you. It's an inside job. You can't pour from an empty cup. You can't be there to serve other people and be like a servant leader if you're not serving yourself. It's okay to be a bit selfish about this, especially for this part of the model for this part of the way that you think. Because, you know, you've got to think about 
how you are as a role model, how you show up. You've got to think about whether or not you lead with integrity, with humility, with vulnerability, and with empathy. And your integrity, is that something that you carry with you when you're in public or also when you're in private, when no one's watching? When no one's watching you, are your behaviours, are your standards and character qualities the same as when you're out on show and in public? Are they aligned to your values, to your beliefs? And how much do you believe in you? Who are you? Who are you really? And looking back at your achievements, when you've been your most successful, what's been a key component of that? My guess is that when you look back at your achievements, you will see that you've backed yourself and then perhaps intuitively backed yourself, perhaps against all the odds. So to back yourself with confidence, with intention, to fulfill your purpose, to create the outcomes you want for your life, to be a great leader, to build a team, and to follow well. It starts with you. It starts with your self, your sense of self, knowing who you are and who you want to be, your state, how you show up. So we're looking at self here from the perspective of mindset, primarily, because that's where it begins. So I'm going to cover four things for you to think about. This is an enormous subject, and I'm keen to ensure that we don't go dancing around too much and that there's content of quality that can really help you and serve you as you look to become a better leader in whatever facet of life. Whether you're a parent, whether you're a business owner, whether you're a team leader, whether you're a CEO, whether you're a volunteer, whatever you're doing and wherever you are, you're a leader. So it starts with your thoughts. And if Stephen Covey or Covey is right, then we create things mentally, then physically, right? So it starts with a thought. And your thoughts then create your feelings, create your emotions which then play into your decisions, which then flow through into your actions, your behaviour. And that's what then creates your results. So what you think about, you bring about. And you've got a choice. I firmly believe this. Now, some of us are, are less enfranchised than others. Some of us feel like we've got less power than others. Ooh, power, controversial word. But we talk about people stepping into their power, right? And there's a, there's a sort of a sense of, okay, a sense of belief that comes with that. And it starts with a thought. And we can choose to emphasise thoughts that serve us. Or we can choose to emphasise thoughts that do not serve us. So much of what we think is based around triggers, and we're triggered to behave in a certain way, react in a certain way based on our experience. 
And if you think about your model of the world and uh, how you think about things, then you've got your values, your beliefs, you've got your memories, and you react. So some of this is sort of subconscious and you react and your ego kicks in and tries to protect you, keep you safe. But you get the moment then to notice that that's happened very often, unless it's a real life or death situation or a real dangerous situation, in which case, just let it flow. Let your ego protect you and keep you alive. Super cool. But this plays through into lots of scenarios we find ourselves in in daily life. You know, we get agitated. We get frustrated by what other people say, even though it's not going to hurt us. So how can you become more aware of your thoughts and become more aware of them more quickly to catch them before you've taken an action that you might later regret? So some things to think about. What's your level of honesty with yourself and with others? They say that the easiest person to lie to is yourself. So how honest are you with yourself? Inside your own head, right? Your thoughts. And how much do you challenge those thoughts that pop up? What kind of pictures do you see? What kind of images do you allow to pop up into your mind when somebody approaches you, when somebody asks you a question, when you perhaps feel uncomfortable? or ridiculously confident? What images pop up then? What pictures do you allow into your consciousness? What do you read? What do you watch on TV? And how much of it do you watch? How does that influence your perspective? How many good things are you putting into your mind? How many helpful images are you popping into your subconscious bank that potentially could, at that moment when you need an inspirational contribution from your subconscious, when you need to be able to access the files in your brain to look for something in your experience that's going to help you to solve a problem, how much good stuff are you putting into those filing cabinets that's going to help you to have thoughts that are going to serve you later on? How much dross are you putting in there? And what's your view of yourself? I mean, we can't control what other people think. Everyone will form their own opinion of you, no matter what. So what really matters is how you see you. What's your self-concept? Clever chap called Will Schultz. Must be clever, got a PhD. Talks about self-concept. Talks about three things, really. Chunk it up to three things. And I'd like to give yourself a score out of 10 for these three things. So one is self-significance. I'll try that again. One is self-significance. The second is self-competence. 
And the third is self-like. So score out of 10, 10 being high. How significant do you feel? Do you feel that you're worthy of attention? Do you feel that you're worthy? How competent do you feel? Do you feel able and capable to solve problems, to make decisions? And how much do you like yourself? Do you think you're a good person? What is your self-concept? A major block or barrier to people becoming the positive contributor to society they want to become is a lack of confidence, a lack of that sense of being able to help, being important enough. And, you know, we can get sidetracked with significance. Significance can become something that becomes a preoccupation and unhelpful for you as well, especially when you don't get the attention you deserve and you begin to feel hurt by that. Like I say, this ain't about what other people think about you. This is about what you think about you. If someone ignores you, how do you feel? If someone gives you a a job to do that you don't feel comfortable doing, what do you do? How do you feel about yourself then? And if someone doesn't pay attention to you, how do you feel? Someone doesn't want to hang out with you, how do you feel? And why should what other people do or how other people treat you have any bearing on how you feel about yourself? and what your view of yourself is. What kind of signals can you give yourself? What kind of rules can you give for your life that tell you what you need to hear in those moments? So here are some suggested thoughts that might perhaps be helpful for you. I can take advice without resentment. I am open to criticism and I use it constructively. I can speak directly and honestly to people, especially those with whom I have a problem. I don't need to talk behind their back. I can take a compliment without wondering what the ulterior motive might be. These kind of statements can become helpful thoughts for you as opposed to the alternative. So if you find yourself, when somebody compliments you thinking, hmm, I wonder what they're after. That's interesting, isn't it? Where's that coming from? And if you're going around with suspicion, unchallenged, what seeds is that planting in your mind? I mean, if you see your mind, wherever it may reside in your body, as fertile soil, then whatever you plant in that fertile soil, it will grow. So what that means is that you'll reap what you sow. So what do you think about yourself? What's your self-concept? How significant do you believe you are? How competent do you believe you are? How much do you like yourself? 
You need to understand this to be a great leader. You need to understand this to be a fulfilled person. And there might be different contexts where you feel differently. So for me, for example, I'm better able to manage my thoughts and my emotional response in a professional context than I am in a family context sometimes. In a family context, I sometimes take things a lot more personally. And that affects my ability to lead in a family environment. My family will attest to this. But in a professional environment, I'm better able to manage, regulate, control those reactions because I've practiced it. And by the way, I'm practicing it in my family life as well. And I use that as an example for you to think about. Context is very often a key differentiator, you know, it kind of helps you to, to think about, okay, so why am I reacting like this in this situation? So here's a little thing for you to try. For the next week, set yourself a reminder to take one hour per day off. Now, I don't mean holidays or cracking open a beer or a glass of rosé. Off stands for observe, flip, and flourish. Okay, so there's no judgment here, right? We all have thoughts that help us. We all have thoughts that don't. Understanding these thoughts is going to help us to become a better leader. So if you want to be a better leader, take some time off. Observe. Observe your thoughts. So allocate an hour in your working day, every day for a week, to intentionally observing your thoughts as they pop up. On a piece of paper, you can have three columns. So draw two lines, create three columns, and at the top, of the left-hand column, write observed. In the middle column, write served. And in the right-hand column, write flipped. So you don't need to write all the detail. This is just a kind of like a, a monitoring thing, just to give a bit of insight for you. Use five-bar gates and give yourself a little notch with every thought you observed. Give yourself a little notch with every thought that served you. Yeah, this is a helpful thought for me. This takes me forward. And give yourself a little notch with every thought that you needed to reframe, you need to flip. Because if you can observe your thoughts before you take the action, then you can then choose to create something different. Back to that Covey example. If you create something mentally, you don't have to create it physically if it's not going to serve you. That's a choice that you can make, right? You're going to feel what you feel. You're going to think what you think. And it will take a lifetime to work out why, okay? So this is about observing it, not judging you as an individual, but observing the thought and then making a decision. 
do I need to flip this? Do I need to reframe this? Make that decision and then flourish. Put the helpful thought into action. And that might be the original thought or it might be a flipped version of that original thought. This is about helping you to be intentional with your thoughts. So leading yourself begins with your thoughts. And if leading others starts with you, then this feels like the great place to start. And when you get a handle on your thoughts, you open yourself up to the second part of self-leadership, which is your intuition. And I'll come on to that next time. Thanks for listening. I'll catch you soon. Thanks for listening to People With Purpose. I hope you've enjoyed the show and are enjoying going on this journey. Please remember to like and subscribe and give us a five-star review. Uh, Tell all your friends. And if you're interested in finding out more about any of the things we've covered in this episode of People With Purpose, just get in touch. All the details are in the show notes. Thanks. Bye.